Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I will be doing a Season 3B recap. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In Season 3B, our heroes, Sans, Emma, and Henry, arrive in the Enchanted Forest to find that the Wicked Witch has taken over Regina's <laughs> castle. Regina struggles over the loss of Henry, but when discovering that Zelina is her sister, she's got a new purpose in life. Someone to destroy. Belle and Neil go off on their own, and Zelina tricks Neil into resurrecting Rumpel at the cost of his own life. Rumpel gives up his dagger to hold on to his dying son, absorbing him into his body, allowing Zelina to capture him. Our heroes discover that light magic is the key to defeating Zelina, and Snow casts the dark curse at the cost of Charming's life to get back to Emma so that her magic can stop Zelina. Regina is able to split Snow's heart and resurrect Charming. Selena drops a forgetting potion into the curse. Rather than take his memory potion, Neil escapes from Rumpel's body to send a message to Captain Hook so that he can get to Emma. In New York, Hook interrupts Emma and Henry's happy life and convinces Emma to drink the memory potion. Hook, Emma, and Henry travel to Storybrooke, lying to Henry about what they're really doing there. They, too, discover that the Wicked Witch is the villain and Regina's sister, collecting ingredients for her time travel spell. Regina uses True Love's Kiss to break the curse and everyone recovers their memories. While they learn that Emma's light magic can stop Zelina, Zelina is able to take Emma's magic away. Regina steps up and uses light magic to defeat Zelina. Despite seemingly giving Belle his dagger, Rumpel kills Zelina in her cell, avenging his son. Killing Zelina untethers her magic and opens the time portal. Emma and Hook travel back through time, back to the moment when Snow and Charming first meet. When em Emma interrupts, they must both find a way to bring her parents together and get back to their own time. With Rumpel's help, Emma is able to open a time portal using the fairy's wand and getting her magic back in the process. But they return with one, not one, but two unexpected visitors, Marion and Elsa. All right, so... As is our typical format, we will start off with a little season overview, talking about whether we like the season, and look back at our questions and see if we got them answered. We'll do a recap of our counts, talk about missed opportunities, best costumes, lines, most ridiculous moments, loser of the season, top 10 moments, favorite moment of the season, winner of the season, and then our top five questions for what's coming up next. So Roger... Bringing it back to it, what did you think of this half season? Ha! <laughs> I hated this season. Alas, you hated it! This is... So, when we talked about 3A, I kind of said this concludes Act 1, 3B kind of begins Act 2. Act 2 began with a whimper to me. Like, this was not a good season for many of the characters, in my opinion. I just don't think a lot of the episodes were engaging. It's hard to do a show like this where your villain is, just isn't compelling. I think that's the big thing that hurt it for me. And then a lot of it, like, they didn't bring the funny nearly enough. I don't think Agreed. we got... I mean, like, some of the... I, just, I listened to the recaps. And Bringing the, the funny gets me really far. I always like a good bit of levity, even in a serious moment. The side characters were so non-present this season. You know, it... it Obviously, we disagree about Captain Swan. I know you're a shipper, and I could watch them never on screen together. But I, I do not like the way that most of these characters were positioned throughout the season. I just not a fan. Yeah, I, I, I also overall no, do not like this season. The villain is bad. The story arc is generally bad. Um, I, I do. It had a lot of growth for Regina, and I was into that. Agree. Um, and there's some moments I like a lot. 
Uh, but for the most part, yeah, no, I don't really into it. And even the growth for Regina didn't feel as impactful as it did previously. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I thought Regina was good in this. The end of 3B is so impactful. Or, sorry, 3A. 3A, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I don't even know where to start, to be honest, well, honest with we you. Well, we start with our questions. Sure. So the questions we had at the end of the last season. Okay. Um, I had one, two, three, four. I had five. Um, you're looking yours up, so I'll go first. Yep, great. Um, all right, so the first one I had isn't really a question. It's a statement. No, I guess it's a question. They've set us up with this love triangle, but what I'm more interested in is will Emma give herself space to enjoy the good moments even though she's the savior and she never gets a day off. Uh, I wrote, nope, in all capital letters, except until the very end. I couldn't. She, at the very end, she figures it out. Of a question that is more conclusively answered, you, you, no. <laughs> nope. Not even close. And in yeah. fact, not only does she not do it, she's basically running away from yeah, it. Yeah, she's like deliberately trying not to do it. Yeah. yeah. No. She gets it right in the end, but much like I said about Regina, you spent the whole season doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, how will Emma and Henry remember? Well, we we learned that. We learn Emma happens quickly, Henry happens slowly. Henry's story is a little I don't know. I wish that they had not waited so long. Yeah, it's funny. I felt Emma got it too quickly and I thought Henry took too long. Yeah. I, 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 I wrote I actually wrote quickly and slowly. Yeah. <laughs> but like at least the I at least liked the way that Henry got it back and being that it was Regina who had to wake him up, which I thought was sweet. It just took too long. Yeah. I don't like Emma just getting a random potion that really is never resolved. The characters never yeah, find out Yeah, they don't seem he... to care who sent it. Well, they do. They do believe that Hook didn't do it, or he never got this thing, and that's as far as we that's get with that. weird. So that was disappointing. Well, then in the next episode, Charming decides that Hook was backed into a corner and he did the best he could, so he's no longer mad, but he doesn't seem to care about this mystery of who sent the thing. And which... I wish Charming had just gotten there right when they had the discussion. Like, no, he was back into a corner. That should have been a debate right there. Yeah, I don't know how people can just not chase a mystery. Like, don't they need to know? Well. I always need to know. According to this show, we'll just tell you in like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was talking to a friend that didn't, they only watched like two episodes, two or three episodes of Bridgerton, and they like decide they didn't like it, which is fine. Sure. But I was like, don't you want to know who Lady Whistledown is? I mean, I, when we initially watched, like, Shit's Creek, we watched two, and I was like, this show is terrible. And then we watched two more, and I was like, this show is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes you got to keep going. Happens. Um, my first question was, is this really the end for the dark one? Did the actor end up having to leave the show? We had actually spoiled this for you. No. And what I meant for the end was that, like, well, we'll at least get, like, a breather, right? We're not going to see Rumpel for no. a while. One episode. That's all we got. That beautiful picture-perfect sacrifice of an ending was given one episode. That was my next question also, and I wrote, no, unfortunately. <laughs> Here's all this great thing that we built up. I'm going to crumple this up and throw this in the trash can now. Yeah. I felt like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my next question was, what happened to the dark heart for snow? Does that impact the baby? What's weird about this season is that we actually get a very big reveal about Snow's heart that has nothing to do with the dark heart. It's true. I'm assuming it's just gone. That storyline has just ended. I guess. We're just never going to get a resolution to that. Never. I have, will, how will Regina deal with the grief of losing Henry? Um, better than expected, I, I don't think. know that I feel I got this resolved either. What do you mean? Well, so we, we like saw that episode where she went to bury her heart. Yeah. And then Snow talks her out of it. 
and then I feel like we never like we come to the present after that, and she sees Henry. But it, like, they don't spend a lot of time discussing Regina dealing with Henry. There's another episode in the past um, where she tries to put herself under a sleeping curse, and Robin convinces her not to. That was to. the same episode. I think it might be the next episode, or it's late. It's after she tries okay. to bury her heart. Um, no, I think that is the same episode. It might be, but it's after. That's your um, and, uh And then Snow convinces Regina that she has to find a way to be happy for Henry. Yeah. Um, That's you're right, what in want. Storybrooke, we don't get a lot of Regina trying to deal with it. And I wish that we'd had more of that. And they, like, they, they talk about how, you know, like, he'll see her and see, kind of, like, look through her and she talks about it. But they don't really, like, she never really does a therapy session. She talks with Robin a little bit about it, but it's very d-plot which to me is unfortunate because that's a that was the big thing of going home that's true it was thrown to the side in my opinion yeah i um i do think i like how she dealt dealt dealed how she dealt with it how she dealt like she she didn't give up all of the growth that she had had gone through Uh, i mean she she has she has some trials and tribulations but she doesn't she doesn't try to, like, burn down villagers or become the evil queen again. Like, she is not that person anymore. No, but she definitely does go... She's still looking for the quick fix. Mm-hmm. But she does work her way out of she it. She does. She does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> boy, I hate the answer to this question. Hook looks to have won the love triangle for Emma. What's next for Neil? Death. Death is next for Neil. Boy. Boy, I didn't see that one coming. Death is coming and knocking. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. Not not a good season for Neil. Yeah. He lost. Okay, I'm okay with him losing. He really was only in two episodes. I mean, he has a couple quick pop-ups and some other ones, but, like, yeah, the Neil character went from important to bye. Yeah, it's not good. Um, my next question I feel like is a good question that has a good answer. Mm. Will Regina find Robin Hood? Yes! Very and well And it actually so. was a great part of the season. I was into it. It might be the best part. I season. loved it. I thought it was really good. I also just love when, when they wake up from the curse and Henry's like, who's that guy you were kissing? And then he's so excited that it was Robin Hood. Yeah. Well, nice. and also, so their initial interactions were funny. Yeah, they were. They were really good. And even seeing them like in the crypt where they're kind of like, she's kind of flirting with him when yeah. she realizes he's single. And when she turns the monkey into a um, little teddy bear, you know, like they had some good early yeah. interactions. I don't love the, like, there's like one bad interaction, like in the castle where I'm like, all right. We've moved on. But no, it was really good. And she does eventually take a leap of faith. Yeah. Heartless leap of faith, oddly enough. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think we got a good answer on that one. That's all my questions. I have two more. Okay. Um, can you ever follow up a villain for Pan? No. <laughs> no, I'm not permanently saying no, but not today. <laughs> you might be able to, but this wasn't it. This, I said, you know. If you, you know think- what? The, the This is the ploy, Roger. So they, they set us up with Pan, and then they're like, here's this really shitty villain. And then they're like, here's some villains that aren't as good as Pan, but you're going to think that they're as good as Pan, because you had to watch this first. So you dumped us so well? <laughs> so I thought that was going to happen. I was like, okay, you did this in two, right? You broke the curse, two suck, but then 3A was great. So at least at the very end of this season, I'm going to be set up with something super exciting that's going to make me want to watch four. Mm-hmm. I also, one of my questions was like, you referenced the Dark Fairy. Who the hell is that? Question not answered. It's true. Uh, and then my last question, which is still unresolved. Can villains truly get happy endings? So far, this is tilting to no. Yeah, I mean, it seemed, it, things were trending upward. Correct. <laughs> but I have concerns about the fact that Rumpel is lying to Belle. Well, and he lost his son. So yeah. if we're moving to the happy ending category, that negative. Yeah. Regina was doing great. 
Yeah. And then things Emma are, fucked it all up. No. Hook did Hook did get the girl though. Hook did get the girl. Yeah. That's still one of three. Yep. Things are not looking good for that question. No. Okay. Um, now we're gonna do a recap of our counts. Um, and this will be the time when Roger asked me questions about previous numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do is make you do very quick math. Um, I cried 19 times during this half season. Out of how many episodes? Uh, 12? 11? 11. 11. Yeah, that compares to 16 times in 3A, uh, 14 times in season 2. 57% cry ratio for you this season. And 16 times. This is actually the most I have cried. Didn't I say I cried 19 times? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the most I've cried. Yeah. Especially considering the episode to cry ratio. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's a... Yeah. No, not maybe. I just did the math. You just did I math? hadn't oh. cried more than 16 times in any given arc. Really? Yeah. Not even season one? Nope. Wow. 16. Shocking. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think they, the writing may get worse, but the sappy moments get more frequent in the later seasons, and I think that's why I like some of them so much. I think so. Just saying. No, that would make some sense. Um, we got one magic bean here. I think that we got two. Roger disagrees. We didn't get it. I But we heard about it. We heard about a specific use by a person that we know. So would you say that, like, we heard about Camelot because they referenced it in the past? Yeah. But we didn't see it! That's okay. All right. Well, we're just going to agree to disagree. Um, so last half season, you had me change it to should have listened to Emma or Hook. Which is very important this season. And we got three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to remember if they were Emma or Hook. The first one is in New York City Serenade. I'm pretty sure that one is Hook. I'm, that is Hook. We got one in the Tower. Which I feel like Tower is, is Emma. I, isn't Tower when he says we need magical backup? Don't go down into this place. Yeah. It's Hook. Okay, right, Hook. And then we in the Jolly Roger. I'm assuming that one is not Hook. That but I don't really remember Emma being in that episode. No, I don't think so. Also, don't we get one at the season finale when he says leave Marion alone? Yes. Four. Yep. Sorry. I don't remember. The, the Jolly Roger is not one I remember distinctly. Um. Hmm. Um, we got two days rides from here. One of them was a walking yeah, version, but we accepted enough. it. Yeah, Close enough. Yep. And you called one top five episode. I did not this half season call any of these top five episodes. You did not. Not even close. That's interesting. I don't know. Oh, maybe it was in there from last time and I forgot to delete it. Mm. Sorry. Um, I agreed in Bleeding Through that we could kill Zelina. Mm -hmm. And then disagreed later. Yeah. It made sense in that instance. Hmm. Okay. So at the moment you thought it was okay to kill her, but then later it was not okay to kill her. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, All right. Wins. Uh, Roger has Hook at five. Hook had a good season, man. And Regina at four. Regina had a solid season. I had Regina at five and Zelina at four. What I have Zelina at? Three? Ask me questions about math. Here, give me that. <laughs> um, you have Zelina at three. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I ha- mo- all of mine are early. Uh, not all of them. Most of them are early. Makes sense. A villain is usually... If a villain is not winning sometimes, things are not good. I, I think that speaks <laughs> to, like, compared to Regina winning early and Pam yeah. winning early, they did not do a good job with Mm-mm. setting her up in a good way. No. Agreed. Yeah. Um, for losers, Roger, Roger had Emma at four. Yeah. Zelina at four. And you also chose everyone once, so we added that in when yeah. counting losses. For everyone people. but Zelina. Everyone but Zelina. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I had Zelina at four mm-hmm. and Rumpel at three, which Roger, Roger in- interestingly did not choose at all. I ch- Rumpel got the loss in when Neil died. Okay. Um, and then we both chose Little John once, which I thought was funny. One of my favorite ones. Yeah. And now we uh, move to Roger's favorite section, Missed Opportunities. I have so many Missed Opportunities. I have four. I have five and then they're big. Okay. Um, is this like when you tell me you have top five, top five lines and they're actually... Yes. Okay, cool. So it's five A, B, C, four A, B, C, three A, B, C, D. Um, I'm going to go five to one. Zelina's plan was fucking terrible. Let's just get that out of the way. That was one of the dumbest things we've seen a villain do. Time travel was actually fine. I have no problem with that. Wanting everything that Regina wa- had... That just doesn't make sense, man. ...is an unbelievably terrible... And what's crazy is that they actually got close to what I think they should have done in the episode where she's saying, like, hey, Rumple, I have an opportunity for you. Go back and get your son. Like, instead of trying to, like, trick and screw them, she could have just been almost like a huckster, like the Wizard of Oz, and said, hey, I can give you a happy ending, and let's see what the characters choose. Would have been significantly better to see Regina's growth and goes, nope, I'm not going to do that. I don't have any regrets. Ruby's like, I want to go back and save Peter because that's my biggest regret. Or Whale, like, could have gone to every single one of these characters. But we don't do that. She just wants to fuck everyone over. For no reason. Like, it, That's weird. So, you know, like, there's a... Um, I want a new Palumpa. I want it now. I want it now. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great comic story. It's called For the Man Who Has Everything. And it's a Superman story. And what's interesting is that Superman is trapped, but he's not trapped in a nightmare. He's trapped in a, a dream that is, like, perfect. Mm. And so the reason the villain does this is he says, yeah, fighting out of a nightmare is one thing, but fighting out of a paradise is like ripping off your own arm. He has a son. He has his family. He has everything he's ever wanted. So making him come out of that is going to be the most infuriating mm. thing ever. You could have done that to all of these heroes. Yeah. But a much better plan. And, like, so many of these characters have um, history and regret. But we just get Zelina being like, I'm mad. Mommy loves me. Zelina's whole thing about I want to be enough is just not a good motivation in my opinion. It's terrible. It's bad. It's really bad. My first one is skipping the mystery. Oh, my God. That is one of the best things about season one. It's a mystery. I'm a sucker for a mystery. I just told you that I can't believe that someone would stop watching Bridgerton because, God, don't you need to know who Lady Whistledown is? Forget all the racy sex scenes. Like, don't you need to know who Lady Whistledown is? Um, They just told us who the villain was. Twice. We had to watch it happen twice. Uh, And they just told us what her plan was. Twice. Well, not even told us. They even tell the characters. I know. It's so stupid. Like, instead of letting them discover that Zelina is this person, she just walks into the dining and she's like, I'm the big bad. You're like, really? That's it? (laughs) Oh, and Zelina is Regina's sister. We also have to learn that twice. Which was lame both times. Yeah. I just... No. Missed opportunity. Mystery. Give us mystery. Mystery. Even if you hadn't... Like, I know that we don't love this story... But even if you'd kept the same story but integrated mystery into it, it would have been better. Also, or a twist. Yeah. I'll get to this later, but there could have been a great twist that you did that would have made all of this bullshit worth it. Um, do you want me to go next? Yeah. 
Regina not spending more time on screen building a relationship with Henry and Robin instead of fighting Zelina is a huge mistake. We got enough of like action, badass Regina. Give me more Robin, especially Henry. That was the one that like, you set this up about. This is like the thing that has a hole in our heart. I want to send every episode should be Robin and, and or Regina and Henry spending time together. And instead, they spent time together like once. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck are you doing with these yeah, two? You know, they have really good like it's a different kind of energy, but they have really good energy. They they have like such a complicated but like even even at her worst, Henry's like, Don't let my mom die. Yeah. Like he chin and then she says, like, I was the one who was there. Regardless of how much of a monster I was, I was the person who was comforting him when he had nightmares. Yeah. So like build upon that. But we yeah. don't. We don't get any of it. And I don't get it. Like that's what this show has always done well, and they just I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And that's why I even said the time travel with those two would have been like a perfect cap to their season. Yeah. Like look how far I've come. Would have been cool. We don't get that. Yeah. But then, and, and, and honestly, Robin, I like Robin. I think he's good. I don't even mind that he basically just exists to be Regina's boyfriend. That's totally fine. But we don't really spend a lot of time with him. Yeah, well, and it would be nice to, I mean, he's a, he's a father. Mm-hmm. And we do get to see that. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to see, like, we never get some sort of, like, Robin has a dark past. Or, like, we never get any kind of, like, backstory on him. Or even Regina having a hangout with Roland would have been interesting. Yeah. We don't get any of it. Yeah. And part of it is because she's pulled too many different ways. Yeah. Like, I did not want her involved with Zelina at all. I, I don't think their scenes were... Even in the past, like, the little confrontation that you and I were like, I feel like this was supposed to be cool, and I was just like, I don't... Regina doesn't give a shit right now. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. Um, bringing back Rumple too soon. You probably have that one, too. You know, I didn't even put this as a missed opportunity because I could spend an hour bitching about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Not respecting his... It cheapens his sacrifice. Cheapened and... Yeah, no, it, it was bad. It was absolutely bad. Yeah, agreed. Um, Neil basically being killed off screen. Yeah, killing Neil is one of mine. He was funny. He was smart. I don't mind. I even said at the end of 3A, I can see that he's lost. I'm totally fine with that. Him just being Emma's friend would have been fine. Him being Henry's father would have been fine. Him being the thing that, like, uh, bonding with Rumpel would have been great. All perfect opportunities to do some things besides just, like, the main plot. And they throw it away. Well, and for a show that's about, like, found family, like, it would be really interesting watching, like, Regina, Neil, and Emma trying to figure out how to parent Henry together. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be interesting to watch Neil and Regina bond over what it's like to have parents who are monsters. Yeah. Well, and fine... Like, okay, fine. This is what we're doing. We're killing Neil. Maybe I'm willing to roll with it. We get no time with this, like, let's bring back Rumple plot. And they could have made that so interesting. They could have watched Neil, like, start to do things that his father was doing or, or like, was willing to do Slowly to get back to him. Slowly descending down into kind of the And Belle was there to, like, kind of play off mm-hmm. him. But it happens in, like, ten seconds and then he's being absorbed into Rumpel's body, which still is the weirdest thing to say. Yeah. I mean, we really never even get the full conversation of Hook and Neil. Yeah. And actually, just like backing up from this for a second, we both agree, Love Triangle, ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that ABC did not try to milk that Love Triangle for longer. Well, it was over. But they could have, it didn't have to be over. Have you... Have you watched TV? They yeah. make love triangles go on forever. I know. You're not wrong. <laughs> and and I am shocked that they... But what's even worse is that... So they... Look, I get it. Clearly people love Captain Swan. I'm not one of those people. But if you were going to string it out to the end of the season, then why did you get rid of Neil? 
Like, it actually makes sense to have him being a part of this. I know, right? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But, I mean, he basically, he had conceded to to Hook at the end of this, the first, yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was strange to me. It was very bad. And it was like, for a character who is so important, like, Rumple again, spent an eternity. He got basically one season of him. He comes back in Manhattan, and he dies in Quiet Minds. That's about the midpoint of both seasons. That's it! That's it! That's it. That's it. Top top five mistake of the entire show. When we do our full series recap, Neil dying was just a fucking mistake. Agreed. I only have one more. You probably have three more? I have two more. Okay. Um, so, Zelina was a bad villain. And the reason Zelina was a bad villain was that there was a couple things they tried to establish for her that I didn't buy. One, she's too powerful. Like, you say this all the time. Zelina's really powerful. You know, why? I just don't buy it. Um... She also, they tried to like build in a relationship with Regina, with the whole being her sister, and Rumpel with being the original student. That makes neither one of them make any sense. Like, Rumpel wouldn't leave loose ends like that. The moment he found out those slippers, he was going to go kill her ass and he was going to take them. Yeah. That didn't make sense. And then we have this like built in jealousy to Regina for someone who didn't want that. But what sucks is that we had a character who already had a built in relationship with all of them a character who was fucking powerful and terrifying. And Cora! This is the story Cora should have had. Her story sucked in two. You give her this time travel story, she's terrifying now. Now she has the ability to go yeah. back in time and fix things. You want to get? I don't. I don't know what Rose McGowan's like situation was. Her being the villain instead of Zelina, where she's got a pass with Rumple, she has a real pass with Regina. She's terrifying. I'm in. Would have been good. Zelina was Walmart brand Cora. It sucked. Like, <laughs> hey, we've got we've got Cora over here. No, no, we have Cora at home. No, I don't want this green skinned imitator. This is bad. It's true. Um, yeah, it just, it was everything about Zelina, what she wanted, made no sense. Cora wanting all those things would have made sense. Yeah. I mean, it, I it blows my mind. Um, I'm pretty sure I had this one last season, but it's made its whole, its whole, uh, arc now. Um, making Hook's Redemption about Emma. So, it, solely about Emma. In fact, Snow at one point says, so that's it. Emma's gone and you're going back to being a pirate. And what does she do? He goes back to being a pirate. Doesn't sit with him, though. But he does. Yeah, he does. He actually only comes back when he realizes he needs to go find the savior. He yeah. has no, what do you call it, in, uh, internality or something like that? Use some big Internality? Word. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Sure. Um, and Zelina also has no internality. None. None. But she's <laughs> terrible. At least, like, look. Hook, Hook does have some. He does, but everything always revolves around. Yeah, and it shouldn't be like that. Like, it's okay. Like, Charming and Snow... Love each other. We know that everything is about getting back. But they also have, like, thoughts that don't involve the other one. Yeah. Like, I don't know that Hook has a single well, thought that doesn't involve her. And it's always about her romantically. Yes. Like, because it, it could still be partially about her. Like, I understand that he could still feel, like, with her being gone, like, she was the person that invited him in. He, she is the person he felt closest sure. to. But that's not what they made it about. Nope. And yeah. it's very clear that he doesn't care about anybody else because he just dips. He's not, so, you know, you talked about, like, oh, at the end of two, he came back for them. And I was like, I don't think he did. This shows that he doesn't really care about them. He just came back for her. And then when he does a little eyeglass thing, it's her, not them. Like, he doesn't want to be part of the family. He just wants to be with Emma. And I'm like, that's it? And what's the stupid thing that he says to Tinkerbell? I only do things for two things, revenge and love. That's it. That's all your entire character. That's it. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. What's your last one? So my last one is actually a question that you asked, I believe, at the end of either 2 or 3A. And it was, are we just always going to have the villains lose? Yeah. And this was a perfect season to have a villain win. Mm. Especially if we were going back in time. 
Like, if you really wanted to have a cliffhanger at the end of the season, you could have simply said, hey, the new curse is that you're all trapped in a happy ending. Give me an entire season of different flashbacks where now we see, like, they've all corrected their greatest mistake and watch them living the life that they Uh want to have. And then you can have some twists where it's like, okay, but now there's no Henry. So now Henry's trying to break the curse. Uh And he's debating whether or not he even wants to break the curse because everybody's happy. Or you do crazy shit where, like, Daniel's back. Regina being stuck between Daniel and Robin would have been interesting. But we don't get that. We just get villain loses again. And she didn't even lose in the season finale. She just got dipped out in Kansas. I mean, it was just like, I don't know. I This was not, I also, oh, this was the other big piece I about Henry. We've talked about in the future, he's made some dumb decisions. I would have loved to have actually given him a catalyst for why he feels the way he feels. And if he had gone back in time and seen the evil that it causes, then I could believe he believes that now. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, this thing is awful. Like, no one should have this. I hate this. Now I want to get rid of it entirely. Like, look at the person that you were because of this. Whereas all he's seen is a storybook right now. Yeah. But yeah, a villain actually needs to win. I'm just never going to buy that your threats are meaningful. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Best outfits. Chelsea's best outfits. I have five. I did a good job with the five. You did. I have more than five lines. (laughs) Not as many as usual. I did not even say top five lines. I just said top lines. Top lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like Regina's witch fight costume, and it's not easy being green. Gloves. The red gloves, the red kerchief, the red lipstick, it just looks perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, oh, my God. All of these are Regina, and one Zelina. Zelina's dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelina's smoking hot dress when she has dinner with Rumpel mm-hmm. in Bleeding Through. Mm-hmm. Um, and Regina's blue dress with the zip that goes all the way. Same episode, right? Yep, same yep. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got two Regina... Um, dress dress jackets over pants. In the past? Yep, in the past. One's mm-hmm. blue velvet, one's red velvet. They're mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I love them both. I, will... I almost chose Charming's ridiculously tight pants in one of the oh episodes. Oh my god, the jeans that were way too they're tight? They're so tight. Yeah. That One thing I did notice is that for us not being in a fantastic location, because like in Neverland, their outfits didn't really change, and yet we, I feel like we got a ton of cool costumes in the flashbacks or stuff like that. I don't feel like we got... We got Regina's great clothing, but we didn't really get, like, the awesome, fantastical clothing that we typically no, would Yeah, get. I think that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I also I also almost put... I really like Emma's dress in that dream that Charming is having mm-hmm. in the tower. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the perfect princess dress, and it looks really good on I actually her. thought you were going to pick her actual red dress. Oh, I also like that dress, but not as much as the other yeah. dress. And also we got to see uh, Hook's red vest, which I thought you might pick as well. I've picked that before. That's fine. I mean, it came back. Um... Also was disappointed that, so we get a kind of cool piece of cinematography in the Emerald City. Mm-hmm. We never get enough. Like, it feels like we just get the flash and then that's it. Yeah. But, yeah, we didn't. Like, Oz was a huge disappointment to me as far as visually. I thought it would look really cool and over the top and like, oh, there's going to be something awesome here. And we never really get anything. I really want to take you to see Wicked. Okay. The musical? Yeah. Oh. Is it about Oz? Yeah. Oh. Eh, one day. <laughs> Maybe. Um, all right, lines. Um, yeah. I think that we did the opposite thing here. Last time I organized mine by theme and you organized them by people. And this time I organized mine by people. I also did mine by people. Oh, cool. I always do mine by people. Okay, cool. Um, pick a person to start with and we can go back and forth. I'm going to start with Zelina. She does have one of my favorite lines. I have lines. one. Uh, I wonder if it's different. Zelina and Rumpel are arguing towards the end of their backstory. And, Zelina, and Rumpel says, you're in love with me. I don't have this one. And Zelina it? goes, you're insane. And Rumpel <laughs> goes, that's besides the point. <laughs> I love him just being like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. No, I agree. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I have, no matter what we did, our outside showed exactly what was rotting on the inside. Mm. Um, I think that they... I feel like they, again, do not give Zelina enough interiority or internality, whatever we want to call that. Um, but that connection to Rumple is interesting. I wish that had been built upon and explored yes, much further. Yes, agreed. Yeah. All right. I've got two for snow. I I will do one for snow and then the... Uh, I have two for snow. I, have, I put snow and charming together. Okay. I have two for them and then I'm going to save one for the very end because it's one of my favorite of the series. Okay. Um, my first one is when she's talking to still asleep Henry and she comes up with that terrible lie. Oh, yeah, no, me and your mother were cellmates. <laughs> oh, what were you in for? Banditry? That's my first one. <laughs> Amazing. It's uh, so funny. It's so bad. Like, it's such a bad... And you're just like... Banditry? It's Banditry. great. It's, it's a perfect Snow White line. Uh, I also have, apparently the human body has a surprising tolerance for ghost possession. <laughs> and Dr. Whale told me I have a tough placenta, which somehow came off creepy. <laughs> we need to get a new doctor. Uh, that's good. That's really good. It's good, yeah. Um, my second one that I'll go on is actually one of the lighter moments when they bring the funny. People will make fun of him. He was a king. Yeah, that's why no one made fun of him. <laughs> yeah, I have that one too. And again, it was really cool how they were trying to remind us who Leopold was in the before they showed us the flashback. I liked that. It was smart. It was it was really smart and it was like it was quick, but you're like, oh, I'm thinking about Leopold now. Um, I also have a charming slash snow one. Um I hope you can share it as we name him for a hero, someone we loved and he loved back. Mm. Um and then they introduce Prince Neil. Neil is, is revealed as the name. Yeah. It's a good one. Okay. Um, I have one more character, but hers is, I'm going to save for the You only end. have one more character? I have one more character, and then the other two have a lot of lines. Okay. <laughs> uh, so do you want to go Rumple or Regina? Uh, you have non-Rumple or Regina lines left? I have many. Okay. Why don't you go? Okay. I have Hook. I have two for Hook. Hmm. Um, when he brings Neil the Jello in oh, yeah. the hospital and says, "I gather it has great medicinal properties," which is so funny for so many reasons because we're all like, "Jello is disgusting," and then you're kind of like, "Yeah, why are they always serving fucking Jello in hospitals? Weird." Why are they always serving bologna in prison? That's true. That's true. They force fed it to him. Um, and his line from the last episode, what if she had a child that grows into a mass murderer or she gets tipsy one night and rides a horse into a dwarf and there are only six of them? I mean, uh, tell me where he's... Smart. Smart. There's a good season for Hook. Um, I have two Emma lines. This first one is a line that I think about all the time. Like, anytime someone mentions pizza, I literally think of this line. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Emma and Neil are talking about New York, and Emma says we liked the pizza. And Neil asks, did Henry like it? Asking about New York. And Emma responds, Henry loves pizza. <laughs> Emma avoiding a real conversation <laughs> with a distraction about pizza is perfect. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then my second one is a much uh, much more serious line. Uh, Henry was not bringing me back to a curse. He was bringing me home. Neil was right. You don't have a home until you just miss it. Storybrook is my home. I figured you would have that. That's yeah. beautiful. That's fair. I'm surprised you don't have this Neil line. I mean, again, Neil's death feels bad, but... The scene is still pretty beautiful. Thank you, Papa, for showing me what it is to make a true sacrifice. It's about saving the ones you love. It's my turn now. I would have liked that more. We talked about this in that episode where 
we watched it built up to, and he finally decides, you know what? Ultimately, it is more important for them to have the Dark One, and then they have the conversation. The line in which they did it there was like, it was too rushed to me. So, like, the line, I get what they were going for, yeah. but it didn't feel like it had the impact that it should have had. Yeah. And, and deserved, in my opinion. Um, And then, obviously, I have Bell's Something Better Than Book Magic books. That is the line that I think about when I say, embody Chelsea in Once Upon a Time. That line right there. That yeah. is you. Yeah. Like when if if Rumple at the end of season one had dropped the potion into the well and wished for books, you would have said that's the greatest moment of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I only have Rumple and Regina lines left. Okay. Who do you want to start with? I have fewer Rumple lines. We can go to Rumple. You will not like all my Rumple lines. Fair point. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have the one from the last episode. If it makes you feel any better, it wasn't for lack of effort. Let's just say we buried the hatchet, which Hook says. <laughs> and then Rumple says, yes, but why not in your skull? Excellent question. <coughs> what about you? This is the episode, this is the line that I feel like embodies exactly how I feel about him. You should have never brought me back. Mm-hmm. The line that he delivers to Zan, I'm like, correct, writers. It's okay to bring him back eventually. I love me some Rumple. Don't do it here. This or is... just in flashbacks, maybe? Flash, Give him full flashback, and then he comes back at the end. Great. Would have been fine. Yeah. Not not, not the way they did That it. moment when in the last episode where Emma sees him as the Dark One for the first time, and she's like, what the fuck? This... You see it, Sky? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're so accustomed to seeing that, and all the other characters have yeah. seen that. She and Henry are the only two who've never been like, you scaly skin motherfucker. <laughs> You really are a crocodile, man. And like, it, it almost like I wanted to look at Hook and be like, is this the crocodile reference? Like, or like Hook should have been, this is why I call him the crocodile. Yeah. Would have been great. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, want to go? Sure. Um, I don't have the full quote because, I mean, the full quote is nice. But in the episode where he's training Zelina and she asks him to talk mm. about what he thinks about. Um, the meat pies. To, the meat pies. Yep. And when he says, the meat pies helped me forget who I really was, a boy who wasn't wanted by his papa. I had the moment because we always get to see Rumpel's anger and his vengeance and his frustration, but you don't get tender moments like yeah. that typically. It actually, the only thing that I didn't love about it was that Zelina wasn't the type of character that I believed he would necessarily open that up to. Yeah. Whereas if, if that were Cora, I would have bought that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it, finding out that, and also it, it's a good insight into magic, right? We always hear about like the darkness, but mm-hmm. then reeling it back with a happy moment. So there is a balance. Yeah. Um, there's a line, uh, I don't know what episode it is, but it's when Neil pops out and is right um, when he's going to do the potion. Uh-huh. And Rumple's memories are pain. Pain is strength for vengeance. And then Neil pops out and stops him. Yeah. But it was a good line. It's also exactly, basically Rumple's life. Yeah. It is. That's mm-hmm. true. Do you have any more Rumple? Oh, yeah. Got plenty more Rumple. Um, <laughs> this is a funny one. I, I love Rumple taunting. So there's a point where Zelina comes back and he goes, You failed, 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 you failed. That's all he says. He just says you failed like eight times. And it's hilarious to see him just silly Rumpelstiltskin just mocking her. Doesn't and she's, give a shit. Doesn't give a fuck. Um, okay. So all of these are, oddly enough, with Zelina. This is one of my favorite lines. My son may be gone, but he gave his life so I could tell the Savior who you really are, Zelina. And now it's only a matter of time before she and the others find you and kill you. Unless, of course, I manage it first. Zelina retorts with, please, you can't hurt me. But you're more than welcome to try. I do enjoy watching Futility Wreck a Man's Will. Jesus. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) Fuck around and find out. Taunting the Dark One is a a choice. Mm. (laughs) 
to follow that line, my son gave his life to you so I could gave his life so I could stop you, and I only see one way to honor that sacrifice, and that's by killing you. Mm-hmm. One, two, and then now three. You see, my father taught me something. The only useful thing he passed on. A bit of sleight of hand called follow the lady. Bell has a fake. This, however, is quite real. Yeah. And then, of course, the point that you and I disagree with. Because I promised my son his death will be avenged. And Rumpelstiltskin never breaks a deal. And then he executes her. A well-deserved execution. As if it were a deal. He promised his son that he would avenge his death. I'm sure that's exactly what Neil wanted. I mean... (laughs) We don't know, because he's dead. He is dead, yeah. All right, I have five Regina lines. Let's see how many I have. I have... I had more. I deleted some. I have ten. <laughs> Roger, that is unbelievable. Okay, you do too. I don't know. A lot of these lines I think you're going to... Uh, Regina's line to Emma at the end of the season. You are just like your mother, never thinking of the consequences. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I know you love this line. Regina talking to Henry. I think one day you'll have more family than you'll know what to do Yeah, with. that's my first one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, I'm just, it's it's like kind of funny and also like so true. Henry has so much fan- family. Henry's uncle is also his step-nephew. <laughs> true. Yeah. Go. Um... I don't have the quote here, but uh, the whiskey speech that Regina gives to Robin. I didn't even consider that one. It's so, like, saucy. Yeah. And funny and cute. And they're just, like, both totally into it. Energy. Energy. Real energy. And I did not have that one on there, but that was a good. And she talks about how it's like a love potion. It can be a forgetting potion. Uh It can bring you courage. And then he taunts her. You know, the little, like, he, yeah. Um, This one is just funny because it's ridiculous. The number of spells involving baby parts would surprise you. Oh, I almost heard that one down too. It's really funny. And the way kinda, that she delivers it, she's she's kind of like horrified by it, but also says it very matter of fact. She deadpans like, it, but yeah. she's kind of like, yeah, you'd be disgusted at this. Yeah, yeah it's true. I think she says it to Snow or Emma. Or, and they're all just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so this one was interesting because I thought it was right. I believe it's right after when they find out what Cora had gone through. And Emma's like, I thought our family was the good guys. And Regina says, life is too messy for it to ever be that simple. Oh yeah. Very important to say that like, yeah, it may seem like that, but it's more in the gray than you think. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good line. Mm-hmm. Um, during the witch fight, uh, they're talking about, um, they're talking about how, Regina's like, of course I didn't bring my heart. My mother taught me never to bring my heart to a witch fight. Didn't she teach that to you too? Oh, wait. She abandoned you. That's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Good line, though. I didn't include that either. I had to cut that one out, but I kind of figured you might have that. But yeah. that's a good line. Um, the line that she has, the conversation she has with Snow at the end of Bleeding Through, I thought was really good. Oh, yeah. But I went and found the line. You officially have a less damaging relationship with my mother than I do, and you killed her. Yeah. It, I don't know how you sum up Cora, Regina, and Snow any better than that. Just, the fuck? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then this isn't a line, but her apologizing to Belle for the hell she put her through, I thought was really cool. Because she finally was like, yeah, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Better than Hook's apology. Sorry? Sorry? Um, any of those lines you think I should have cut? No. Okay. Um... Where you come from, people bathe in the river and use pine cones for money. 
Um, I think that we disagree about the level of energy that they have in the Enchanted Forest. Mm. I think that they had real animosity. I'm not saying that there wasn't attraction, but I do not think that like they wanted to be together in the Enchanted Forest. I, I would agree with you if the scene underneath her castle hadn't happened, which she's very clearly flirting with him. I I think that's just Regina being Regina. I don't know of her doing that to anyone else. Like, it's just, and it's the looks and the way that her body language plays, and, like, she's she's toying with him in a playful way. Like, Regina isn't really playful like that. She's, like, dark, and she'll be like, let me show you how death looks and snap Whiskey neck. speech is quite playful. You're right. It is quite playful. Do you know why it's playful? Because she wants him. Well, yeah, she does want him in that scene. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, yeah, I thought um, that was funny. But, so, again, had that line been delivered where the line I'm going to, read right next when snow is like hey he, he's kind of cute huh she's like he smells like forest <laughs> if she had said that line right there i think that would have been like a perfect like no he smells like you know whatever and they use pine cones for money i think regina is also embarrassed in that scene I think because she is. he had to save them well and she's also embarrassed that she does think he's cute yeah she doesn't like being vulnerable yeah um one of my favorite you let him what just no. disgust <laughs> And then having to walk it back really quickly where he's like, why are you so bothered by this? And she, oh, well, I'm the mayor and, you know, it's... Un-. And I was like, okay. You're For reference, a- we're talking about letting Henry drive the car. Yes. about I said you, about Henry driving. Um, I have two more. I have one more. Okay. Um, I mean, This is the top quote of the season for me. And I think it is in, like an embodiment of the show. Hmm. Evil isn't born, it's made, and so is good. That's a good line. That Regina finally figured that out yeah. is really important. Yep. Um, and, like, she recognizes that she has made herself good. And yeah. it's something that you have to work at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make yourself evil, which means you can can't also make yourself good. can't take shortcuts. No, you really can't. Um, to Belle. Huh. Bookworm has teeth. Mm-hmm. That Thought that was good. a fun line. Mm-hmm. I also like the line, um, I think she's, it's about snow, and she's like, why is she the one who's pregnant? I'm the one who's sick. <laughs> yeah. I love, and, and this actually even plays into the snowbell scene later. When yeah. For the, like, she finds Snowbells. their, well, it's that their love is so nauseating to her, yeah. and she's just like, ugh, and it's a constant theme. She's mm-hmm. just like, I fucking hate you. And she hates the idiots. And so beautiful that they get from that to her crying when Charming dies. They come a long way. They do. Okay. All right, most ridiculous moment. I actually only wait. Have... Wait, there's one more line I have to. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, my so there was a line that I said summed you up. Something greater than magic than books. Snow's line and with charming is probably my favorite line of the season. When charming's like, why, why do women keep their shoe boxes? <laughs> and Snow White hits her with the exact line I would say. Because after true love, there is no more powerful magic than footwear. It has to be protected. As a man with 65 shoes in his closet, I get it. You have like 10 pairs of shoes. I have 10 pair of blue shoes. <laughs> you have 10 pair of shoes? Yeah, we can count them after this if oh you want. Oh my gosh. It has to be protected, Chelsea. It does. All right, most ridiculous moment. I only have four. Mm-hmm. I got seven. <laughs> okay, go ahead and do two. The first one we've already talked about, and I think this one's your fault. It's the pine cone one. Mm. I just didn't buy where it was. Where they are at the time and place in which she says that. I'm just like, eh. I just think you're overestimating. I think the point is that they didn't like each other in the Enchanted Forest, and they do in Storybrooke. You know, I, and I get that. But, like, it it seemed like a line that would make more sense early on. Like, they have, like, the, this... Because, like, even he even talks her out of the sleeping curse. Like, they had bonded a little bit. At the very least, they weren't at that point anymore to me. 
Um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was a little, and I think part of it was, I was, you'd said it like 18 times. So I was like, this is going to be a great moment. And I was like, oh. I'm sorry, I ruined it. It's not your fault. Um, Zelina's backstory, like her whole like origin was fucking terrible. It caused so many inconsistencies. Like yeah. it just didn't make sense to me. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I have, this is kind of Zelina's backstory, but Cora was engaged to <laughs> Regina's husband. That's insane. And she also later accepts a proposal on Regina's behalf with from that same person, Leopold. Yep. Uh huh. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah. So one of mine was bleeding through completely contradicts Stable Boy. Mm-hmm. Both of those can't exist. So if Stable Boy is right, bleeding through is wrong. If bleeding through is right, Stable Boy is wrong. I'm just confused. I don't get it. Made no sense to me. Um, Neil descending into desperation being one backstory of one episode like not only is it a missed opportunity that's not who neil has been no i also i even said this you're the only person here who's actually done this before the curse i don't buy that you would think there's only one way i just don't it was ridiculous for him to be characterized like this nuts um this isn't really a moment um i just like that you think it's so funny <laughs> but I say no room when I'm full. No room. No room. No room. I. It's it's so ridiculously funny to me. It's just ridiculous. Um, Regina and Zelina's confrontations were so disappointing that mm-hmm. like I can't imagine that when they filmed these they went this is what we're going for. That I just find that ridiculous. Like compare that to Rumple and Pan. Their confrontations were electric. Yeah, I hear that. So yeah, that was something. I got two more left. I also have two more. Okay. Um, You're not going to like one of mine. Emma bringing back Marion. That's not one, but it's a similar concept. It's really bad. It's just really bad. It was reckless. So I could have lived with that. And this is one of, another reason why I wish it had been Regina. I think there's something interesting about, let's say, Regina and Henry go back in time. Zelina, or Regina realizes she's going to execute this woman, and she tries to undo her own mistake. Like, Regina fucking up and being like, you know what? I was a terrible person. I murdered this woman for no damn reason. Mm -hmm. I'm going to undo this and then fucking yourself over would have been much more interesting. Like, actually, Regina, you did this to yourself this time. Like, you're your own worst enemy. And it could have been out of Henry's urging. Like, do the right thing this time, Mom. Don't murder this woman. And then she's like, God damn it. I did it to myself now. Instead, it's just Emma becomes Snow White. Could have been a better story. Yeah, agreed. Um, I don't like Snowdrift invalidating Snowfalls. I hate that. I know we disagree. I just think that Snowfalls... If they had reset the timeline at the end of it, I would have been fine with it being a little adventure romp. But the fact that Snowfalls never happened pisses me off. I just don't like it. Um, my last one, which I think is like a real problem in the writing of this season. Light magic <laughs> is the key to defeating Zelina. Really? Who knew that? Who would have guessed? The light magic defeats the dark magic? Did you... What? What a twist! I would have accepted you need to throw water on her as something you wouldn't have figured out before light magic. Gonna yeah. be honest with you. Ridiculous. They even make the joke like, well, one you have to throw a drop of house on, the other one you have to throw water on. And they're like, oh, it's light magic. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Um, we met Captain Hook at the beginning of season two. Mm-hmm. We went an entire season and a half without his motivations ever changing. once he went past i want to kill the dark one you're telling me this man literally has nothing else in life he wants other than one thing like it's fine to want that thing but that's it 
Really? You gave him nothing else. Oh, that's really sad. It's disappointing. It's and what's even opportunity. what's worse about that is that like the group doesn't even buy that he's a decent person, even after all of that. They yeah. turn on him instantly. Well, and it wouldn't even be that hard. Mm-mm. Like we talk about it because, like I, like that scene in season two. Like it's not hard to read that is that he came back because she offered him a place to be, like Some a found home. family. Yeah, and like the thing with the spyglass, like he could have been looking at all of them, or the—I mean, he even says to her, like before they kiss, like it was the right thing to do. Or and then they just like don't follow through with. Or that. him not leaving the group and being like, "Yeah, I miss Emma and I love Emma, but I also enjoy your company." Yeah, but none of those things are true. All of those things we just said are hypotheticals. He has one mission in life. That's it. He is unfortunately he is a trashy romance novel character with no depth. <laughs> And that's unfortunate because I like the character. The actor's fine, but his motivation is singular. Yeah, that's upsetting. And they never learned. They don't. Like I don't understand how they all turned on him that quickly. Well, and then and then Charming just like take makes a one eighty in the next episode. He's like, ah, never mind. Had it been Cora, where he had worked with Cora in the past, I would actually buy the like, oh look, you're back working with Cora again. But like, he's never shown the allegiance. To I know that's stupid. Just just bad. Just really really bad. All right, who is your loser? I struggled with this. This was probably my hardest thing. I have three. Oh, I just have one. Um, my third place loser is Emma. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Just because of how bad she was as far as like rejecting everything. Yet, in the end, she finally figures it out. But her not even caring about what Henry wants it seems like a backslide to me. Um, her not caring that Regina's going to be hurt by taking like backslide. That's bullshit. Not really showing yeah. any sort of affection for Hook. until It's just bad. Not caring that she's going to break her mind. Like, God damn, you are really hard to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I should have that, but I don't. Man. Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write that down. A I character dying down. is fine, but to be killed kind of off screen, get one and a half episodes, and maybe get a couple of little cameos later, for a character who felt that important, that's not a way to end it. Just yeah, that's not good. Felt bad. Um, I suspect we. I have Zelina. I don't have Zelina. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I have Zelina for obvious reasons. She lost. <laughs> and she died. <laughs> you know why I didn't pick Zelina? And I thought about this. I went back and forth. This is the first time in which a character not getting what they want actually probably did them better. <laughs> True, actually. If she'd have gotten what she wanted, she'd have been more miserable than if her just dying. Yeah. Like, Regina's life has sucked for the most part. I think that's fair. Who's um, your third? I hate it. I hate that I have to say this, but there's one very clear loser to me in this season. Oh, I don't have that. Every, everything he worked for. So here, here's why he lost. It's Rumpelstiltskin. Oh. Okay. Please, please go on. Here's why he lost. His great sacrifice was basically stomped all over. Yeah. So they completely brought him back, didn't care about it. He was enslaved the entire time. Yeah. He was he treated like a dog. He was tortured. Like, she cuts him. She, he loses his son. The thing that he spent his lifetime trying to get dies. He makes the right choice in trying to sacrifice his power and isn't able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. He gets one good thing this entire season. He gets to kill Zelina. And even that requires him to lie to the woman he loves. He also gets married to the woman he loves. Okay, he gets two good things. That doesn't invalidate all of But he's the starting other. his marriage with a lie, which is not well, great. Well, he's not starting his marriage with a lie. Like, they didn't just meet. Like, they've known <laughs> each other for as long as anyone can remember. 
Who did you think I was talking about? Regina. Oh, interesting. Huh. Okay. Yeah, but no, I, Rumple, Rumple is the loser of this season, badly. Like, hmm. it's just okay. nothing was good about this. I have an unsure category. Okay, please. I have two. Um, Henry? What the fuck happened to Henry? Yeah. He felt unimportant. He gets to stay in Storybrooke, so that's good, I at, guess. At the very end. But, like, yeah. for the most part of the season, like, he was very integral to 3A and 1. It feels like there's a pattern. When Henry is involved, season is good. That's true. When Henry is not involved, eh, which is funny because both you and I couldn't stand him at first. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, maybe he's the linchpin. Maybe he is. And then I don't know about Hook. Oh, interesting. And the reason is that, like, he ends up getting what he wants, but he gets no character development. Like, none. I don't know how to feel about that. Like, it's like a win and a loss because you didn't grow at all. And the characters don't trust you. I think that's only partially true. Because when we watched the the Jolly Roger, the mm-hmm. Ariel episode, mm-hmm. you do see... I mean, obviously, it's not a lot of, like, internality. But mm-hmm. you do see his concern for... Like, the first thing he says when Selena appears is, what happened to Ariel? Oh, you mean after transformation? Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's definitely, like, not the same person he used to be. And he also, like... <laughs> I mean, he was impressed when Emma hit Marion over the head with that stick in the last episode. And he was like, wow, there's some pirate in you after all. And I think like that's a double entendre. That just like, yes, that thought didn't even occur to him. Like he was just kind of like, well, we'll talk to her about it. And I was like, I'm going to hit her in the head. <laughs> like he's, he's definitely not the same person, but we don't get enough of that. And the only reason that he's not that person is for Emma. That's what I mean by character growth. Like we don't get yeah. any, like, and we already knew he felt this way about Emma before. And we get no, like we don't even get another episode about his brother. We get nothing about him. Yeah. He's just, I hate to say it, the difference between Hook and Robin is nothing to me. And I'm mm. okay with Robin just being a facilitator for, but like, Hook feels like a main character. Hook is a main character, yeah. But the way they developed his story does not feel like a main character. Yeah. Like, if you said, describe Hook, I'd say he's in love with Emma Swan and was a pirate. <laughs> End of description. He, he goes from being a villain to being a hero. And was a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Top moments. I actually have less than usual. I have three. I have one, two, (laughs) three. I have four plus one favorite moment. Okay. Um, So why don't you go? Because you have more than I do. Um, Yeah. Uh, Regina choosing to put her heart back in in that episode. It was the right choice. It was a big character growth choice. (laughs) She then immediately tries to put herself under a sleeping curse. So that is annoying. But um, (laughs) is it annoying? It is less of a character growth step than it seems like this action was. But in the in the scene, sure. I think that she's she's like, yep, Henry would want me to be happy, and I have to figure out a way to do that. Okay. Um, I loved this moment because it's one of the funniest things to me. It's when the Charmings find out that they're boring. <laughs> That's really good. It's so funny. And their, and their inverse reactions to it is also what makes this scene so good, where Snow's like, all right, I talked about Cradle Cap. I'm a grandma. It's fine. Charming's like, hell no. I'm Prince Charming. I'm interesting. And I'm, I'm going to cool. fix this. And then they go to the, the truck scene where Snow's like, I don't think we should be doing this. And he's like, nah, I'm reckless. I'm cool. You got this, Henry. That also, to a certain degree, makes a little bit of sense. Both because I think Snow would be like, yeah, I'm a grandma. It's whatever. Yeah. But also, like, she actually hasn't had as much time to bond with Henry as Charming has. That's true. Because she was in the Enchanted yeah. Forest. 
And, like, Henry used to think that Charming was so cool. Yeah. Well, he was the knight. Yeah. Who, you know, like, <laughs> even when he created that character when he was asleep, he basically made Charming. Like, that was his, like, quintessential hero. Now he's like, you're boring, Grandpa. Yeah. Like, that's got to, you fall from grace there is tough. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good one for me. Um, we talked about this in the tower, which I think was maybe our favorite episode of the season. Um, we both really liked it. It was much better than we expected. Um, it's that or one of the other ones. There was uh, another one I liked. Yeah. The cinematography in that episode mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that image of when Zelina turns out the light and like Rumpel's eyes in the cage and he's like an animal. Mm-hmm. And then the image of the spinning wheel in the center mm-hmm. of the shot when they find the cage in, in the cellar and like Regina discovers that Rumpel's alive is so cool. And the smirk on her face. And the way that they cut the scene between Charming and Rapunzel and Charming fighting himself is so cool like it's, i thought there was it was cool even the um the what the specter when it would kind of do the jump you yeah know? like that was i thought that, that was very cool yeah no that was a, tower might have been the best episode there was one other one I mean, we talked about that i thought was close to it but yeah no tower was good and it was also like a it was a good character dive like yeah. that's what i wanted more of and we got like a good like insight into charming uh-huh. and, and what's nice like charming and snow are together but that's not an episode about charming charming and snow it's just charming yeah. and that's fine I, mm-hmm. you know can i get that with hook uh, okay, I'm, I know you probably have this on here, but what Regina is able to pull off when she splits Snow's heart in half and saves Charming's life. Oh, I can't believe I don't have that. It's definitely, definitely yeah. should be here. I mean, like we've gone from Regina being the person who walked into their wedding and said, I'm going to destroy yeah. you, to you saved her true love's life. Like, what the fuck? Well, and actually, like, that as a beautiful moment. And this season does not have a lot of twists because they tell you all of the things. But the fact that Snow White cast that fucking curse is a twist. Yeah, Snow's dark curse is not where I thought we were going here. Well, and, like, Regina even crying over how sad Uh it is. No, that's good. You you caught me out. I missed one. Wow. I was sure this was your top moment, so I am sure. It's not, actually, but it's a good one. Go um, basically all of Snow and Regina bonding in Bleeding Through is amazing. That episode, like, that episode is whatever, but those parts the of The flashback episode, is good, even though it's, in, it's yeah, illogical. Agreed. And, like, that, just the way that they, like, are speaking to each other so honestly, and Regina feels like a kinship to Snow, it's, it's beautiful. They feel like sisters again. Yeah. Which I really am, yeah, in many ways I've said I like those two as the front of the show. Um, and then I have naming Baby Neil. Is that your favorite? No. Oh. But that's a really good moment. I like I, I like Rumpel's reaction to it. Yeah. I, I think for someone who's pretty much alone, that was a, a surprisingly uh, positive moment for Rumpel. You're not going to agree with my favorite moment of the season. It's killing Zelina. Find the lady. Mm. Yeah, I don't agree with that. But when fine. you get to avenge your son from the woman who murdered him recklessly and needlessly. Do something that your son would just like completely disagree with. I mean, let's be real. I like Neil, but Neil was an idiot at times. <laughs> Fine. And you you yourself agreed. We get to kill Zelina. You said it. Can't take it back. No take back, Cecil. <laughs> you I... can't do what Zelina did to Rumpel and get away with it. I'm sorry. There's just lines. I'm not saying she should get away with it. Being imprisoned in a jail cell that everyone breaks out of is not a punishment. Mm-hmm. There's no white fucking guy out of there while she was cursed. Someone gave her a key. Yeah, that's my point. You can it give was Rumple. Yeah, you can give. You can easily get out of there. That doesn't even contain hook. Okay, um, my favorite moment is, despite the fact that it's stupid that light magic is Zelina's downfall, uh, Regina using it is pretty cool. That's also a twist, actually. That 
It is a bit of a twist. Yeah, I, am, I, I think it's I think it's meaningful for her character. Would have been so much better if she'd done that to Cora, though. Yes, yes, it would have. Like, can you imagine her closing the book on her relationship with her mom and becoming the exact opposite of what she wanted her to be by being light magic? And that would have caught Cora way off guard. Yeah. Yeah, could have been good. Could have, would have, should have. Anything else? I did not struggle with top moments in the way that I had in previous seasons because there just weren't that many. There weren't that many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, winner, I have two. Uh, I, I have one duo and one singular. So you have three. Kinda. Is what you're saying. Kinda. <laughs> Second place goes to the Charmings. Okay. I thought, A, Snow being actually the one to cast the curse, and then figure out on the spot that maybe my heart can be the one that That's pretty back. amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Like, that was a... Okay, in 30 seconds, you figure this out is insane, but like, well done. And I think the only reason that that worked is because that she believed that it would. It, probably. <laughs> I think Charming Had the Tower was the best, probably best episode of the season. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of these like funny moments, it seemed like we got back to like the Charmings being the Charmings. Yeah. Like it wasn't the dumb conflict of 3A, you know, where he's lying about dream shade. Yeah. And it's like, they just, they were in the background and that's fine. I also love the scene where the baby gets taken and David is like, I'm will go through hell. Yeah. Like he's pissed. Like I just I thought it was a good season for them. Even no. though she was mostly kinda in the background for being pregnant, still really good. I agree. Um and their daughter is gonna stay now. And and their grandson. And their grandson. Yeah. And they have a kid. And they have a kid. And he's not fucked up from having a time travel. Oh, by the way, on him. Their kid didn't abandon him. Yeah. They Big did. win. They didn't abandon him. It was good. Um I have Hook as a winner. I was unsure, season. so that's fair. Uh, he got what he wanted. He Emma. He made out with Emma. Um, He's done that before. And he he also has a home now too, in this place here. Um, hmm. What? I don't know that I would agree with that point. Why? Because unfortunately, we've never really seen anyone else. Like we've never seen him grow to like have friends or be accepted or like we don't get any of that. Like the way we want, like Regina gets friends. She like we don't get that with Hook. You know where they like. Yeah, let no, him I, in. I think that's fair. Yeah. He is. He does. I mean, Charming kind of forgives him and then uses him as cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah, how much forgiveness is it? Well, he can at least draw fire. He can draw. Though fire. I think he was probably saying that just to tell Emma, like even if you detest him, use him as mm-hmm. as cover. Um. But yeah, I mean, he got what he wanted, and he was very right. Throughout, like, all of the last episode. Let's Including, like, right. when he just didn't kiss Emma. Like, he did the right thing over and over yeah. and over and over again. I, I don't disagree with him. Um, I just wish we got more development from him. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think we have the same winner. Regina. It has to be. I had a really hard time choosing her because of what happens at the very, very end. Yeah. But, I mean, the season was so good for her. She is a she is a different person. <laughs> Why is she here? I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing that sucks for Regina is... I think she makes a really bad move in taking it out of Rumpel's hands. Like, I, I think she was way out of line on that one. Just because, like I said, if Zelina had killed Henry, there wasn't a force in the universe that would have stopped her from exacting her revenge. A point that she later makes. Like, do it again and I'll crush your heart. Um, but her being able to use light magic, she might be the first person to go back and forth, which is pretty crazy to think that the evil queen mm-hmm. is now... I don't know if she's a savior or not. I'm unclear on this one. Yeah, I think light magic is just... Like, blue isn't a savior, but blue uses light magic. That's fair. Um, she does the thing that you gave her credit for at the end of 2. She actually now saves the town. So, like, this is actually her being what she tried to do in 2. Mm-hmm. And also, just, like, her reactions to bad things are different. When she get, loses her heart because Rumple, She doesn't say, what the fuck did you do? She's like, is anyone hurt? 
She's more yeah. concerned with their safety than her own personal gain. So it's like, oh, Regina grew up. Like, she finally became the exact person Cora didn't want her to be, strangely enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think she. And she found true love. Yeah. And now it's... And took a leap of faith to do it. Yes. Yeah, that almost is a loss, though, strangely enough, because now... Well, and to be fair, we don't know what's going to happen now. He did say I would have given anything to have seen my dead wife. It doesn't seem like it's going well. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't seem good. Yeah. Things don't seem good. But I do think immense character growth that her response mm-hmm. to that was to direct blame where where it was meant to go and yeah. not at everybody else. You know what's funny? This conversation has now convinced me I no longer agree that Hook was a winner. Okay. Because of the character growth that Regina had, and we didn't get any character growth from Hook. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Just because, like, you're right. Regina changing the way that she behaved is a big deal because that was she was her own worst enemy in one and two, to yeah. be quite honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. All right. Top five questions for what's coming up. I have four. <laughs> <laughs> I have many questions, but all of them seem to revolve around the same thing. Well, my first question, which you will surely agree with, uh, will Frozen actually be good? Or is it just a ploy to capitalize off of the movie success? B. (laughs) Yeah, my Frozen-related question is as following. Elsa, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. I actually didn't put this, so we could talk about this here. (coughs) One of my biggest disappointments of this season was that. When, yeah. Like, you compare that to two when I was like, Peter fucking Pan is here, let's go. Like, this is going to be awesome. We go to Neverland, super cool. I don't give a shit about Frozen. I'm sorry. I don't care. This is not the kind of story I want to see in this kind of show. Mulan, Toy Story, Lion King, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Go up and down the list of, like, classic tales. Frozen is not there. Like, <laughs> Toy Story is a classic Disney Hell tale? Hell yeah! Toy Story, is, Toy Story came out in 95. It was about the same time as Lion King. Like, not that far away. That's true. Um, I really like the movie Frozen. I think it's great. I don't know that I, I'm not sure I don't know what my reaction was the first time that I watched this because I really liked the movie when I saw it mm-hmm. and I maybe was excited and I spoiler I'm not excited <laughs> I was so not excited that I actually didn't watch the show for a little bit this is the only season that I traditionally skip so when mm-hmm. I rewatch it I watch 3B as much as I don't like it and then I go right to like a couple episodes and then I go to 4B yeah I I don't like Frozen. Nothing. I just don't care. Um, but it's more so that there are so many other stories that I'd rather get more in-depth about or fit more of the classic tale. This is just a story that I don't care about that doesn't need to be here that I feel is, you know, just like you said, it's just a cash-in on Frozen's popularity. Well, and something that I didn't like about 3B is the villain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and Frozen doesn't really have a villain. So, like, I'm unsure what they're doing here. And if it's adding two new characters to the cast and no villain, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Also, if we're going to do Frozen, why don't we go to Frozen's land? Oh, like, everybody goes there? Yeah. Like, that was my problem kind of with this season, is that it was cool because we went to Neverland. So we got to meet characters in Neverland uh-huh. that can be done in the Neverland season. I don't need... Frozen characters coming here. Let's just go there, deal with whatever the hell needs to be done, and let's get home. We don't get that. We get more fucking people here. Like more people. We didn't even get the side characters I like, and now we're getting more characters, which means less time for the side characters I like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, my next question is, now that Emma has a home, will she truly embrace being the savior? I think I've had this question before. Nope. <laughs> you know the answer every time. It's nope. Uh, I don't know that I agree. I think I, there's a pattern with Emma. She will never get it right until the very end. So whatever the last season is, that's when she'll figure it out. But until then, she will not embrace it. What's your next question? So I said, can they rebound after 3B? Because I thought this was a huge disappointment. The way that they rebounded after 2. Spoiler alert, they don't. This is not, this is not rebound the way that they did going into Neverland. Yeah. And, uh... Don't worry, we really like 4B. 4B is great. It's, I can see what killed. So I, I, I even said, like, I thought the downfall was later. The reason I thought the downfall was later is because of these seasons. Like, mm. now I see it, right? Like, 2 was a disappointment, but you, like, sprang back uh -huh. up. Now it's, Zelina sucked. I don't give a shit about the Frozen. It's like, we're going to have a full season of just meh. Once you start losing viewers like that, it is hard to catch up. And it's like, do I give a shit about this? Not really. Not in the way I did when we were watching season one or even 3A when I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch the next episode. There was one episode, I don't remember what it was, you're like, you look so bored. And it's like, I am. I'm just fucking bored. And that is better than everything we get here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what will Regina be like in a relationship? And Emma, for that matter. What relationship? With, with, with Robin. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a question that I have. <laughs> I'm at, so I have a question off of that is that what is Regina's reaction going to be to Emma ruining her life? Yeah. Just like Snow did. Because the last time this happened, she went into a murderous rage. She, she went she went down. But she didn't have Henry last time. That's true, she didn't. She had Henry Sr., but their relationship was complicated. Yeah, it un, unclear what Regina will do. It does seem more likely that if she were going to do something, it would be specific for Emma, and she would not use the entire town as collateral damage, but hurting Emma would hurt Henry. So really. she can't. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's what's going to be very fascinating. Uh, I my last one is will Rumpel really stick with his happy ending? I don't. I would not agree. He's gotten a happy ending. I would actually argue he's gotten a, a sad ending because his son is dead. Death as a hero was his happy ending. Yes, but now he's married to the woman he loves. Great. <laughs> but he went through hell and his son got killed. Yeah. He's not happy. I, I don't. He may be happy because he loves Belle, but he even said death was better. He says that when he's captured in the cell, in the dark castle. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. So I. My similar question, though it's a little bit different, is Rumpel's deception is going to catch up to him. Yeah. So what happens? Yep. I think that's a good one. Um, side characters. We gonna get those back again? This shows at its best when you had a bunch you know, of interesting... Ruby pops in for like two seconds in this episode and does says something that anybody could say. I mean, no, she pops in at the um, when she's the wolf. Oh yeah, that's true. She does do that, and in story, but in Storybrooke, I guess she mentions when Snow was living on the farm with her. Yeah, um, we saw Whale briefly. We see Archie a couple, but like they're not getting stories anymore. Yeah. Like, they just pop up for a quick second. Midas pops up. Abigail pops up. We, we, we said Aurora, no one even mentions her name. She's just like in a scene. Oh, no. R yeah. Lumpy. Lumpy. That's, Lumpy. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's one of my questions of like, I don't know that this show can continue to be quality if you don't dive into the side characters. Unless you're doing a Neverland type thing where you go into a different locale and you just all focus on that. Like Tinkerbell. What the hell happened to Tinkerbell? She's just gone. She's uh, filming iZombie. 
Mm. <laughs> is that where Whale's at, too? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm. <laughs> what happened to the genie? He's in the he's in the Breaking Bad the hospital cell. The genie? Yeah, that's where he is. What the fuck? Yeah. She put him down there? Uh-huh. And everybody else knows that he's down there too. That's also where George is. No, that's not where George is. We know where George is. Deleted scene, but we know where George is. Oh, I've never there. watched that. Yeah, he's not there. Well, anything else? No, I'll let it go for now. Okay. Um, well, I uh, feel like we just sold you hard on uh, continuing on this podcast with us. We do. There's a there's a real fun episode in uh, in season four A that I really like, and so do you. Yeah. No, there. The tune in to listen to us bitch about four A. More importantly, tune in to listen to us uh, wax about how great four B will be. This this is going to be one of the ones like you know kind of going forward where we talk about what could have been, because, you know. Not to give it away, but that um, I want to say in the first three episodes, Emma makes a great point about like you don't know what it's like to be get have a family and then be given up. That person as a villain would have been an excellent depth of like Emma's character, like that person returning to the scene, and then especially like her confronting Regina, who almost gave up the kid, but was like I couldn't do that. Even mm-hmm. the fucking evil queens, I says that's too far. It's too far. Bridge too far. But this like, far, no father. Like the. Th- <laughs> The things that I will often complain about is that like you give me a tease of something great and then you drop it. Yeah. And it's like, instead of this dumb shit, give me like the conclusion to the things that you've asked the questions about. Tell me about how like Emma's past was and tell me about like not killing Neil would have been just fantastic. And also, you know what's weird about this show? You never get like the fun side episodes. There are no holiday episodes. You never see, like, there was the one yeah. Christmas episode, no Thanksgiving episodes, no Halloween episodes in a show like this. Yeah, that would be good. They it just have that. I don't get it. It, it blows my mind. They, you don't even really do, like, birthday episodes. It's just weird. Yeah, I, I love a show that has a good holiday episode. Or it doesn't even have to be an, a holiday episode. Mm. Like, in New Girl, when they play the um, the drinking game, mm-hmm. they do it, like, once a season. It's so fucking good. It's amazing. You can't tell me a family dinner episode with all of the related characters wouldn't be money. I would love that. It would be great. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving with the Charmings. The conversation about like, hey, Henry, this is your nephew, step-nephew slash uncle. Yeah. Because like, remember they have that with um, Charming where he's like, oh, it's actually is like, and they're like, what? <laughs> but you can have two grandfathers? You can. Yeah. No. Um, that. Those kind of things I think is, you know. They didn't bring the funny, and they're not bringing the light. So, like, everything is, like, trying to be high stakes, trying to be high stakes. But those matter when you break them up with some of the more fun episodes. Yeah. They're not doing that. They're not. Yeah. Um, well, you should be sure to join us because we're funny and awesome. Uh, as we talk about Season 4, Episode 1, A Tale of Two Sisters. I have one more question for you. Yeah. So, we've talked about this in the past, about how much you like 3B. Is this, of the epi- of the seasons we've watched, is this your bottom? I think I might like it more than parts of two. Fair. I don't know. It's hard to compare because one's a full season, one's a half season. I know a lot more about the characters at this point, too. That's true. So, and, like, that's why I watch shows. Yeah. So, like, even though, like, it's not the story arc isn't that great and I don't like the villain, like, the character, what's happening with the characters is I know them more, so it's more interesting. Because you're further down the road. Yeah. You're further down the yellow brick yeah. road. So, I don't know. It's hard to answer that. This is the first season which I might like seven more than it. Oh. Okay, I don't know about that. Um, I really like Rumpelstory in seven. 
I also really like Rumpel's story in seven. And I like Hook in seven. I no. really, really don't like the villain in seven. I really don't like the villain here. Um, one thing I will say about this compared to season two, um, I don't think it's good, but <laughs> it's clear. They're like, this is the arc, and this is what we're doing. And in season two, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, you're right. It's clear what she's doing. It's not clear why she's doing it. No, that. it's not clear. Actually, I even take that back. What What was Zelina planning on doing in the past? No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> like, the, like you, the as travel? you're watching the, the show, yeah. while sometimes, often, Zelina does things that like don't make sense or we don't agree mm. with, as you're watching it, you're like, all right, the writers had a plan here, and this was the plan. And they followed the plan. It was sure. a bad plan, but they followed the plan. And in season two, I was like, did you just, like, in the middle of the season, be like, oh, what if we just kill Korra in this episode? And then you're like, oh, shit, what should we do now? It's like when you watch Battlestar Galactica, which, yeah. did you know that they wrote every episode of Battle Battlestar Galactica one by one? Did you know that? I did not. Because you should. When you watch it, you can tell. Because they'll be like, oh, fuck. That person's like way over there. What are we gonna do? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I see. I actually, even though I don't like two, I understood two's story more mm. than I understood this yeah. one. Yeah. Because this one was just like, but why would you want that? And then what are you trying to do? And then how do you accomplish it? Or like the the inconsistencies that this started to poke holes in is what bothers me. They're like, Rumple wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, it's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Or like, you were engaged to Regina's husband. Disgusting. That's just not right. Yeah. Anything else, Roger? I never thought I would say I would miss this season, but considering what's coming up, I think I might end up missing this season. <laughs> Can I go back to Neverland? Just take me back. Can I just watch Neverland again while you're watching 4A? I just want to watch 3A again. In the many years before we we uh, we started recording this podcast, just like in the middle of nowhere, like in conversations <laughs> with other people at a barbecue, at a family barbecue, or just contemptibly sitting on the couch playing video games, Roger would be like, I wonder when they're going to bring Pan back. <laughs> I'm like, is this what you daydream about? Yes! <laughs> Tell me right now that you don't wish Peter Pan was the villain of this season instead. No, I don't wish that. I don't believe you. I, I don't want to just... It wouldn't be good if they just repeated it. No, what I'm saying is that had this been a full season of Peter Pan... Oh, sure. That yeah. would have been so much better be than half that. season. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing, is that, like... Whereas, like, season one, Regina as the villain was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. I don't necessarily need to see it again. I like Regina's Redemption. I don't know. If, if Zelina never comes back, I think you and I would both cheer. Yeah. Yeah, whereas if, like, Pan had been the full season, we'd have been good. So. Yeah. And then fucking Frozen, man. All right, I'm counting us off. That's fine. Please be sure to join us next time when we watch Season 4, Episode 1, A Tale of Two Sisters. And we will see you next time.